What's up and welcome to the Espresso with Aaron and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for. Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive. We are your hosts, Aaron and Sarit. And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. All right. We are live on our Facebook page to answer real life questions, Q&A with ENS. And I took a little peek at some of the questions so that I could come up with a fancy title. And today, it seems like you and I are gonna be answering a few questions about stretching for different specific muscles, supplementation for specific scenarios, um, potentially how to overcome stress and anxiety. So some powerful, powerful, things so let's get to it shall we we shall absolutely and you know what if you're here live with us we love to see on the facebook group who is here uh yeah we got a new background because we're trying to make the audio better for you guys yeah so um this the setup situation anyway so uh welcome to another room in our house this is very exciting uh and let us know if you guys can hear us well Let's just jump straight in. What do you think about it? Yeah, let's get to it. All right, so three. What? Um, real quick. Um, we do have our ENS live event coming up in just a little under two months. So, you know, we're really excited. I know that a lot of you guys, I think over 60 of you guys have already joined us just a reminder that you can join us either in person or virtual we would love to meet you guys in person work out with you sweat with you you know teach you some stuff get to know you on a deep and personal level you know i know that this community is already fabulous you know in the online setting however there there's just magic of the in-person so if you haven't already heard about it definitely want to make sure that you do hear about it and to learn more about ENS Live, you can simply just go to shop.erinandsarid.com. And if you happen to have any questions about ENS Live, you can also feel free to drop it here because we want to see you. All right. I want to back that ass up a little bit because I'm like, I feel like we're really big old faces in the thing. All right. Okay. So check it out. We do this on Fridays, typically unless we are out of town and uh, wrapped up. Um, on a Friday, but we have a form. Where when you are can, we not wrapped up? Well, I mean, when we're like literally in an event and uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, we have a form. If you have any questions, you can ask your questions. Danny, can you drop that form? She probably already did it when she heard me say it. You're the queen, baby. Um, also, you know, we do, uh, we have on our YouTube channel, we have our podcast you guys can listen to. So, you know, we try to take this content and put it on as many channels as we can so that regardless of how you like to consume content and self-development and self-improvement things, um, you can go check out any of those platforms. We're also like jamming over here on TikTok, which is cool. What's up, y'all? Um, 
And so everywhere. Let's get let let's get to the questions. Let's go. Yo, ticker talker. Ticker talker. All right. So, sorry, first question comes from Melissa. Melissa said, "What are your best or favorite stretches or and or exercises for the psoas muscle for building and releasing?" Thanks, Blue Heart. Blue Heart. I feel like we're going to need some demonstrations for this. So, in terms of the psoas, look, it, this is a case-by-case -case basis. You know, it's not so much about what's the favorite, it's about what works for you. And, you know, one of the more effective psoas releasing exercises is either like the kettlebell smash or you smashing your body on a lacrosse ball. Um, I personally prefer the kettlebell more because I feel like I have more control over the pressure that I'm applying. When you put your entire body to it, it could be very, very intense. I, I want to say something actually for people, for, for those of you who don't know what the psoas muscle is, it's a really big muscle that goes through the middle of your hip. It attaches to your lumbar spines, like the back, the lower back. It goes through your hip and then it attaches to the very top of your quad. And so it has a lot of impact on what's happening in this whole region right here. Mm -hmm. And when it, and if it, there is too much compression or pressure over it, you need to release it. It's going to feel really, really uncomfortable. Really so, uncomfortable. You know, this is why I say it, it depends. Like you will probably need it only, you know, when you feel that extreme pressure and you'll want to release it. That one is my absolute favorite. I don't know if you have, you know, any other preferences, but yeah, Melissa. Like the handle of the kettlebell? Yeah. You can even take the big part. If you just think about anything you're stretching with, anything you're doing like uh, foam rolling or like uh, self myofascial release of some kind, which is basically like putting pressure on a muscle, um, getting the tissues to loosen up. If the bigger surface area you're using, the, um, the less intense it's going to feel and the smaller surface area that you're using, the more intense it's going to feel. So Sarit's talking about a kettlebell, obviously. Okay. If you start with like a, a 18 pound kettlebell and you use like the actual bell part of it, it, it's going to feel a lot different. I don't think on Facebook they can see, but it's like, you can get in right here. It's like, if you have your hip bone, it's like right in, in there. Ooh, it's nasty. In Anyways, there. so if you get like the bell part and you put it there, obviously it's not going to be as intense. If you use a heavier kettlebell, it's going to be more intense. Yeah. If you turn it around and you actually use like the top part of the handle, flip it upside down and you put the handle right in there, you can like dig it in and like get it underneath your hip bone. Ooh. It is spicy, but I will tell you, um, one of the, one of the best techniques you can use too when you're doing that.
first of all, just get used to it. Just take deep breaths, really deep, slow, controlled breaths. And as you are getting that, like exhaling carbon dioxide and, and taking in the oxygen to the muscles, you're allowing it to release. So the breathing part of that is very important, but then also um, to move your leg. So it's actually like move that muscle, lengthen it and let it shorten and then lengthen it and let it shorten. So like if you have your knee bent like this and you start with it like that, that muscle is in a shorter position. And then when you have the kettlebell or something in there and you straighten your leg and you lengthen that muscle, you're just, you're going to work a little bit more um, of the kinks out, if yeah. you will. So anyways, gosh. I haven't done that in a while and I probably should. Um, an overactive psoas too, by the way, contributes a lot to uh, low back pain. So probably. Yeah. So idea. if you have low back pain too, maybe some glute um, stretches and hip flexor stretches would be helpful. Uh, I would say glute activating. Also glute activating. Hip flexor, glute activators. The, ma the majority of low, like chronic low back pain is what, what contributes to that is like weak glutes and, and, core. and a weak core and overactive, um, like the front of your body, hip flexors, any of these muscles that connect it here. And that's normally caused from, you know, just modern living, just sitting in a chair all day. Yeah. You know, like you will, if you go to a chiropractor, you might see this like when you enter their office, like sitting is the new smoking, right? Like from a movement is food and food is medicine. And when you're sitting all day, you know, you are closing your hips and you're weakening what's called your posterior chain, which is basically like all of your back muscles that help to keep things nice and stable and tight. And by doing that, you're basically just breaking down your system so that is why, you know, when it comes to training, you want to train in an effective way that allows you to incorporate movement patterns that will allow, allow you to stay here for a longer period of time. Um, you know, other, otherwise it's going to affect your posture, which is going to lead to bone degeneration, which is going to lead to improper movement, which is going to lead to increased injuries. And, you know, if injuries are involved and people don't know how to eat right or manage their mind, then that can lead to increased weight gain and just self-sabotage and, it's all you know, connected. it's a chain, it's a chain, you guys, and it's all connected. And sometimes all it takes is for this one slip to break the entire chain. How many times have you heard people, I was so good until I got injured? Like it doesn't have to be the case. And that's why we do what we do. And by the way, if you're joining us for the very first time, we're very grateful to have you here. Welcome. Because we're here to help. Welcome. Yeah. Okay. All right. Second question from Heidi. Heidi, Heidi asked, Heidi said, going to Peru next year, which is awesome. Uh, we'll be hiking at elevation. Any XND supplement recommendations? Yes. For those of you who don't know, uh, XND is shortened for X endurance, which is a 
supplement company that we're affiliated with. And if you want more information on that, depending on where you're watching this or listening to this, um, you can go to our link in pretty much any bio page on any social media to find a free supplement guide that we made uh, with their products. You can uh, check show notes on a podcast. You can check the link in the description of a YouTube video. Um, by the way, I just kind of nonchalantly have been mentioning podcasts. You guys, many of you I discovered don't know that we have a podcast. And well, this is our fault because for about a year we didn't post any podcasts. Um, and, and we're we take full responsibility. And, and we're going to be doing it again because we uh, found out that people still listen to it and you guys really loved it. And when some of you all found out that we had one, you freaked out a little bit um, and we're scrambling to try to figure out where to go. It's on Spotify, it's on Apple, it's on a bunch of different channels. Anyways, um, we are going to be relaunching that next Friday. Um, if you're listening to this, I don't know, it's probably already relaunched if you're listening to it back later, but, um, yes. So that's where to find X endurance stuff. Um, reach out to us somehow support at Aaron If you want to figure out how to get a discount, if it's your first order, but yes, the answer to your question is, however, what I think there's some pre work that goes into hiking at elevation and not just re relying on supplementation. Yeah, so let's begin by answering the question and then and then the, the why behind it. And then? So the supplement that I would recommend for you is the Extreme Endurance and or the Essential. Heidi, you might be taking it already. And, you know, when you are climbing at higher elevation, the you know, the levels of oxygen decrease. So, you know, um, the better you can adapt yourself to an environment with lower oxygen, of course, the better it will be. And one of the things that the extreme endurance or the essential, it's by the way, the same exact product um, is, you know, it will help you to you know, maximize your performance either in the absence of oxygen or just increase oxygen reuptake. Um, you know, and for that is the reason that I would recommend that. However, of course, Heidi, I'm sure that you're probably working on this. Um, I know you're working with Coach Danny, and you guys have probably talked about this before. But you know, like doing endurance-specific training will definitely help because it's you know a form of adaptation for your lungs, right? Like you want to make sure that your lungs can adapt more quickly to you know um, absorbing as much oxygen as possible in an environment that has you know a lesser oxygen concentration in the first place so you know what why do we share it with you that way is because do not just take the supplement and expect for things to change the point is is that you you know focus on the foundation which i'm sure you're doing and you know you you train different levels of energy system not just you know steady state cardio i will go also high intensity steady state i will go anaerobic so that you know you're able to train different energy systems what's anaerobic so high intensity steady state yeah right but like what does that mean 
High intensity steady state? No, like what does anaerobic mean versus aerobic? So so anaerobic training and anaerobic training are two different anaerobic and aerobic. And aerobic. We're talking so they exploit a different energy system. You ever say a word so many times you literally forget the meaning or like it starts to sound really funny? Aerobic. Yeah, so we're going in a different tangent. However, in the body, we have, you know, like three energy systems. We have the aerobic, we have the anaerobic, and we have the creatine phosphate. Okay. Creatine phosphate, you know, has a lot to do with power movements and explosive movements. Anaerobic has to do with, you know, like quicker, shorter bouts. So like sprinting, that sort of thing. And then aerobic is, you know, like the longer steady state, right? So of course there is like, for example, you know, with the creatine phosphate, you don't even need any presence of oxygen. That's why I didn't mention that. However, with the, with the anaerobic, oxygen is involved and it is a more effective way to utilize oxygen that's why i say don't just go for aerobic training like okay let me do a 5k let me go for a long walk but also let's do some sprints in there because that will allow you to utilize oxygen more effectively because you are forced to take it in 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 greater quantities faster mm-hmm. um, because your body needs it to uh, handle kind of the the amount of um, exertion that you're yeah and Heidi knowing you you're probably doing the burn zones or the underground training club and you know in these two programs be at the burn zone or the underground training club you you will be exploiting those two energy systems so by the way if you're listening to this for the very first time and you know you're interested in following you know a workout training program that can help you to get fitter get stronger feel more toned increase your aerobic capacity she's on burn zone Oh, she is. Okay. Fabulous. Then great. Then you're working on it. However, if you're listening to this for the very first time, you can definitely check out our subscription at shop.erinansuri.com. And we have a multitude of different programs in there. It's kind of like an online gym. Um, we're, by the way, we're working on adding another program. Yes. We're always working on something. Who is in the UTC? Beth, I see you, dude. You're getting so freaking strong. UTC for life. Yeah, if you're in the UTC, let me see you drop a double flex. If you're in the burn zone, let me see you drop a flex. All right, and while they're doing that, we'll get to another question, yeah? Yeah. All right, this is the last one I peeked at. Helena. Helena asks, any advice or tools for how to overcome stress slash anxiety when you feel your physical response going up, like heart rate, uh, shakiness, etc. Wow. <clears throat> for the record, this both is good. For the record, both Sari and I have experienced stress uh, and anxiety, mm-hmm. um, and the opportunity is there for every person to experience stress and anxiety on a daily basis. Um, 
my brain just went down like a whole bunch of different paths thinking about like, this is why we're always in fight and flight. And it's not, we don't even have to be getting chased by a saber tooth tiger a long time ago, a saber tooth tiger, but now, and stress and anxiety and all these fight or flight is what leads to all these other things that are happening uh, in our internal environment, acidic and blah, 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 and my head went in so many places. Anyways, um, the answer is yes. And the number one way that I would say the women in our community, um, the, uh, the tools that they use to handle stress and anxiety uh, is food. Um, food and or alcohol. Debilitating or both. Tools. And so I love that this question is being asked because it's probably one of the number one causes, not just from like a coping with food standpoint, but when you don't know how to manage um, stress, it's easy to become anxious and it creates a, a toxic internal environment. And then you just have like other physical things start happening besides just the like increase in heart rate and shakiness. These are things that are like, the immediate response. Um, it made me think of the Ellen stand-up where she's like, all these um, commercials on TV are just like making us making us sick. Are you sad? Are you depressed? Do you get anxiety? She's like, yes, I'm alive. I have all those things, which I think is very like simple, but also profound. Yes, I'm alive. I have all of those things. We think it's a bad thing if we experience anxiety, depression, or stress, but these are a part of being alive. The question is, how do we handle these? How do we cope with these? How do we manage these in a healthy way? So I'll let you start on that because I just talked a lot. Yeah, you know, and the, the answer is, is that it's different for everybody, right? Like what may work for me may not necessarily work for you. And I just want you to know that I, used to struggle with debilitating anxiety to the point where I didn't want to get out of bed. And the only way I would get out of bed is by actually self-sabotaging with an overconsumption of sugar. Um, that's what will distract my anxious thoughts. And, you know, um, from my own personal experience and, you know, of course, if you're being prescribed medications and, you know, like, always, 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 um, you know, like make sure you talk to your doctor. However, I am a full believer that if you struggle with anxiety, it's because you are procrastinating on something that you know you need to do. And you just, you either don't know how to confront it or you either know that it will cause chaos and you're scared to confront it. I'm just saying from my own personal experience, because my anxiety used to be debilitating. And I also believe that people who are high strung like that, they have a superpower. So, you know, you just choose what are you going to focus on? Now, regardless of where you're at, there are always going to be times in your life where anxiety levels are going to be higher. And I think the first thing that you need to do, right? Like once you, you have that adrenaline rush is breathe, just breathe. You need to get oxygen to your system. 
You ever, to your point, yeah. when you have anxiety, you feel like every five seconds you want to take a deep breath. Right. And you need sigh to sigh it out. It's because you, you're you bo- need you, to, your you, brain You actually to. do need to intentionally <sighs> like just... breathe. So the first thing that you need to breathe, and then I will walk you through a series of questions that it's like I ask myself, you know, just to, you know, allow myself to direct my thoughts intentionally. Question number one, do I have any control over this in this moment? Yes or no. Okay. Over this or over what's causing it? Over what's causing it. Right. Um, do I have any control? Uh, you know, question number two is, you know, let's say if you're stalling on doing something that you know you need to do or you're scared to have a confrontational conversation what will be the worst thing that will happen what will be the best thing that might happen okay and oh man there wasn't what will be so is it in my control what would be the worst thing that will happen what would be the best thing that will happen? What will happen? What could be the consequence if I don't do this? Okay. And, you know, just focus on what can you do in that moment to help yourself feel better without self-sabotaging. So like for me, for example, when I was unaware, every time I would get anxious, I would just grab chocolate and start eating it. And that would lead to a binge, right? And because I used to like really hate how that made me feel, I would over binge to a point where I would over consume sugar until I would take myself to a coma because I didn't want to deal with it. And then I would wake up the next morning feeling super guilty because I would feel like absolute garbage and I will have debilitating anxiety, right? However, you know, it's, I would strongly recommend if there is like a habit that you, that could be really helpful as well. There are multiple habits. Meditation is a huge thing because I think that, you know, meditation allows you to learn how to direct your thoughts over time. And I think that journaling is another great practice because you're able to put your thoughts on paper and you're able to reflect on it over time and see, okay, like what can I do better next time? And just have some kind of a reference point because it's easy to say, okay, is this in my control? Yes, no, I don't know, right? But like when you put it on paper, you're actually able to like spend more energy on it and being intentional about it. And then you can reflect back to it because look, Let's say if you're a high strong person, you don't go from being high strong to being like, oh my gosh, I am the most peaceful person ever. It is a process. It's just like, you know, if you started this journey being overweight and now like you've gotten yourself to a point where you're jacked, it didn't happen overnight, right? Like there were so many like, you know, like, Hopefully, if you're intention, being intentional and consistent with it, it would look like this. But a lot of times it kind of looks like this, right? Um, and I appreciate you asking this question because, you know, you are actually, you know, 
making it a point to take charge over this emotion, you know, um, anxiety is just an indicator that something is off, right? And you just need to pinpoint what is off. And I feel like a lot of times we create stories in our own head that, you know, we give control to others where we might, where we actually have a lot more control than we think, or we create stories in our head that might not be true. However, over time can be manifested in the other way. The last question that I, that I'd say you need to ask yourself is, is this true or is this something that I'm creating in my own head? Hmm. And, you know, if you don't know, then the question that you need to ask yourself to support that is what evidence do I have to support this answer that, you know, maybe this is a story that I'm creating in my own head. That's powerful. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that I love about this show that we do is there being two of us 99% of the time um, is we both can have similar responses, but slightly different and say something even if it's the same thing in a different way that it hits one person but doesn't hit another person so it's like it's amazing and i i want to feed off of a couple of points basically what you said is um one of the questions that you you said to ask is do i have control and so i'm thinking the main purpose of the anxiety is to get control of whatever it is you have control of the first degree of whatever thing in this scenario you have control of that you can take action on so you know whereas sarit's saying like um if it's a conversation you need to have if it's a you know a screaming kid if it's whatever like oh i don't have control necessarily that the kid is screaming i can't make them stop screaming okay what's the next thing that i can do that i do have control over right and so it's like, let me find the quickest point to where I know I have control so I can take action. My um, friend Craig Ballantyne wrote a book. It's like somewhere right there. Um, it's called Unstoppable. And he says, action beats anxiety. When you get into action, you can beat the anxiety. But uh, oftentimes, like anxiety will build on itself you get anxious because you're anxious and then you get more anxious if you don't figure it out so the yeah. goal is let me figure out what i do have control over immediately let me kind of like assess the situation is anybody dying if the answer is no then like take a deep breath and figure out like what, what is the thing I have control over? What can I immediately get into action on? And usually when you start to get into action on something, you begin to forget that you had anxiety because you're in motion to handle it. And the sooner you can handle it in that moment, um, the less opportunity you give it to build on itself. Mm -hmm. And it can become debilitating if if you don't stop and analyze. So what we do is just say, like you, I'm going to go eat a bunch of chocolate. It's like, let me let me run away from the problem for a second. But here's the deal. You you can't ever get away from the problem mm -hmm. because it just keeps chasing you. And you find yourself sure. keep running and running and running and running. And you run sure. so long, you get fatigued and you can't run anymore. Then it turns into something else. So it's important instead of just saying like when you have the natural response to just be like i'm just gonna go eat like it's a really feel good 
thing for a moment, but then what happens is now you don't really have anxiety from the thing that caused you at the beginning, but now you have anxiety because you're trying to run away from it and you're getting fatigued. But also now you have anxiety because you're taking these actions that are almost a reverse effect of what's going to help you be productive to get rid of that anxiety. So, and this same with stress, like stress, anxiety, like they're two different things, but they're, they're interrelated. Is that a word? Interrelated? I think so. Whatever. They're related. Okay. Um, and, and when you said like, write it down, um, there is a, um, there's an, a, an amazing author meditation. I don't even know what to call her spiritual, whatever. Um, Emily Fletcher, um, when she goes through this like meditation practice, she's like, it's painful because some, sometimes it's painful when you start, because when you sit with yourself, you have to face some things and it's not easy. She's like, but better out than in, because if, if this, if this anxiety, if this thing that is causing stress and anxiety is living within you, it's painful. Right. So if you write it down on a piece of paper and you have to face it, it's it can be painful, but you're getting it out of you. You're literally taking it and you're like, I'm going to jam it on this piece of paper and you're getting it out of you. And it's better the pain. It be painful on its way out than be painful because it's a cancer inside you. Mm -hmm. Right. So consider that at the same time. So um, those were like the two cents that I had to add on to. And you know what I was thinking about? So look, you know, like anxiety is just, it's a response. If you think about it, we've evolved over hundreds of thousands of years. And it's a safety mechanism, actually. It, it really is. You know, like adrenaline levels go high. We're in fight or flight mode. And, you know, something that I recognized. So be, like at first for me, like how I would deal would just be by self-destructing, by overeating, you know, my emotions. And then, you know, like I started I started taking myself outside and away from the situation. Um. And, you know, like movement is actually an incredible thing that, you know, you can do as well. It just keep in mind, you know, it is very easy to go from one addiction to the next. So just really important to ask yourself why. And I think that's why, you know, it's always really important to learn how to manage your mind because, you know, if, if you've got adrenaline pumping in your body and now, you know, you, let's say you go for a run or something, it's going to feel natural for you to run because you've got extra adrenaline. It's actually going to feel good and you will be giving yourself time and space to like breathe air, right? Like take in more oxygen because when you're using more muscles, you need more oxygen right however you know like you want to make sure that you're also are able to reflect on the situation and that's why i say it looks different for everybody because for you the protocol could be okay let me ask myself the series first breathe maybe ask myself the series of questions maybe go for like a 30 minute walk or maybe it's you know like something completely different but the point is this is why it's important that you you know um make it a point to build and cultivate thought habits and mindset habits that are going to help you to build yourself to become 
a tougher person. Like a tougher person doesn't necessarily mean, oh yeah, like I got more muscles, I'm tough. It's like, no, like toughness is your ability to continue going through life and persevering when shit gets harder and tougher. Okay, so I really hope that that helps. That's a beautiful question. I would say take one to three things that you found valuable and just start there. Like do it for at least two weeks before you even shift or add anything to it so that you can see what's more effective for you, what's less effective for you and what speaks to you more. So actually, I do want to add one more thing because if you can discover what the cause of the stress and anxiety is, you'll also then want to consider, is there a way I can prevent this from happening in the future? It, if you can identify what is creating that and you can eliminate that, if it's a person, sometimes people cause it, like especially negative people, like I'll just say it. If people are negative or narcissistic or you unaware know, or even unaware unaware complaining all the time like it it takes energy away and you know lord knows we want to help every single person in that space because you know that person's not living in their true genuine happiness either and that's really what we're all striving for so if you can whatever it might be a person it might be work it might be you know Either way, it's a whatever, problem. Whatever it is, identify it and then ask yourself, do I have the ability to remove this thing? Uh, the, most likely the answer is yes. However, like it, it's probably, it, it could be a big thing. Like your job, you're like, oh, I could remove my job. I could not show up anymore. But the consequence of that will be a big consequence, right? Or like, oh, it's my husband. Like the consequence of removing that could be a big deal. So, you know, if it's not a big deal, it's simple to remove, remove it. If it is a big deal, then figure out how do I have a conversation or how maybe it's with a boss, a spouse, a kid, a whoever, um, so that I can minimize the likelihood of this stress and anxiety continuing to show up in my life. Mm -hmm. Right. But ultimately that's, that would be the goal. Yeah. Uh, you want to do one more? Yeah. Okay. One more. Uh, this one's from Stephanie. Thank you for that, Helena. I think a lot of people will benefit from that question. Very good question. Um, Stephanie, I just received my first order of the creatine. Okay. More supplement stuff. I strength train three times a week and I do hit high intensity interval training slash cardio twice a week. Okay, so we got five times a week workout. Do you recommend taking creatine at night to recover or before and after training? This is great because on the bag, I think it says before and after your workouts. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know. I wouldn't, I, I don't take it that way. Sari doesn't take it that way. No. Um, here's the big thing with creatine. Be consistent. I would say with any supplement. Be consistent, yeah, with any supplement. Be consistent with it. Um, and the thing about creatine, so um, I've heard, I don't, I didn't really read the studies on this, so I can't 100% say with all of my certainty, but I follow this rule simply because I can and why not? Um, I've heard from some smart people that I trust and respect that, uh, you know, taking creatine 
around the same time as you're consuming caffeine kind of just they cancel each other out and so um, we just take our creatine at night because we know that it's very low likelihood that we're going to be consuming uh, caffeine at any point in that that time frame so we just we know we can take it each night we just take it before we go to bed it's not going to be any different in effect if you're taking it or like around a workout than if you're taking it at night i don't think all right because creatine your body makes creatine anyway so it's using it but it's just the essential amount so if you're wanting to you know have any more uh, strength, strength muscle, gain. muscle mass yeah any of that uh cognitive Nerve, function right any of that like then it's um it's an extra amount so i don't think it really matters from an effectiveness yeah so it, stephanie I, I i mean we actually work together so i know your I appreciate drinker. I appreciate her asking this question because she knows she can just ask you, and uh -huh. I think she knows it will help other people too. So. Yeah. So, uh, look, I know you drink coffee, so you know, like, make sure that you take it at a time where, um, you know, you give yourself a window after you've drank your caffeine and it's already in your system. You know, to, you know, be able to absorb the creatine more. I mean, that's why you're taking it already. So, you know, I know based on the other supplements that you're taking, you there is an evening dosage. So I would just say take it with your evening dosage of your supplements and you'll be good. Uh, another just quick note about creatine. Probably not quick because I'm airing. I don't know how to shut up and I don't apologize for it. Um is if you're hearing this like a lot of people in our community use the x endurance creatine uh, so it's easy for us to just kind of assume that y'all are taking it but it could be the case that you're not or you're interested and you're not sure what kind to take it's really important that you have a quality creatine and if you have uh, otherwise it's a waste of money that's that's why and it can do other things to your body that i don't think you're looking for in taking that supplement so if you have a good quality creatine, there's no reason you should need to cycle on or off of it. There's no reason you should feel bloating. There's no reason you feel like you need to drink um, extra, extra amounts of water. Um, you shouldn't have pure, to take it with grape juice. Yeah, if it's a pure creatine, um, and, and a good way to know is if it's branded Crea Pure somewhere on the package, uh, which look the logo is like like a three look it's not like an Adidas logo but it's like a little there's like diagonal lines anyways it says Crea Pure um, and they just have they just have strict um, um, guidelines standards um, rules laws I don't know whatever it is um, I believe the company is in Germany and they just have a really strict guidelines for their like their filtering process and uh, how it is made so that there are not extra kind of garbage uh, material in it that's just filler so yeah creatine is something that is more is commonly used like amongst like male bodybuilders like yeah bro want to get jacked however um you know it is a supplement that is very common within our community because we actually 
know the benefits of creatine and we feel privileged to have access to quality creatine. Most creatines out there are absolute garbage, like the ones that you get, like, you know, off the shelf. Like GNC, that's, vitamin C. That's dirty, dirty creatine. It is not filtered properly. It's going to make you bloated. They make it really cheap yeah. and it performs really cheap. Yeah. It's, it's However, like, you know, if you care to live longer, if you care to be stronger, if you care to be more toned, if you care to, you know, be able to sustain, a, a, you know, a better functioning metabolism over a long period of time, creatine can help you with that directly and indirectly. I don't know about you guys, but I want to be able to think better. I want to be able to lift heavier, stronger, longer. And that's why I take the creatine. And that's why I recommend every woman to take the creatine. Um, however, only make it a point to invest in creatine if you plan on taking it, you know, Regular. consistently for a long period of time. And if it is top notch stuff, if you're like, oh, let me get like the cheaper thing because it's 10 bucks less than the X endurance. If you're going for cheap, you're going to get cheap results. Just and, saying. And, and I want to say too, like a cheap creatine means you're literally taking, you're like, oh, it costs less money. But what it is, is you're getting nothing and throwing that money in the toilet and flushing it. Yeah. So anyways, um, Melissa said that on her labs, her uh, creatine level went from 0.5 to 0.68. So the reason, I mean, I don't know how they measure these on labs, to be honest. I'm pretty sure a blood test. Right. But uh, in what? 0.5 what? Oh, like what the unit of measurement? Yeah. Maybe it's um, milligrams? I don't know. So, uh, but what the reason I bring this up is because when we're talking about creatines that are ineffective, um, that wouldn't happen because you don't, you don't absorb it. So just, that's why I say when it comes, you're throwing it in the toilet, it comes out of you as waste. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not really just what you put behind, like past your lips. It is what your body will absorb. Yeah. So that's why we love Exodurance too. The, the absorbability of all of their products. They, they make them specifically, just for an example, really quick, the immune boost. Mm -hmm. Minerals are really hard for a body to absorb because they're like rocks, right? They're like little, little microscopic rocks, mm -hmm. right? So um, in order for the body to pull them into the bloodstream, um, they put it almost like a, if you take the rock and you wrap it in a, an amino acid, which is like a, a part of a protein, right? The smallest form of a protein, an amino acid your body recognizes it as an amino acid and wants it. So it's like, whoop, I'm gonna pull it in. It's like you're smuggling the minerals <laughs> into the bloodstream, if that makes sense. Yeah. Anyways, like that's how thoughtful they are in the process of like developing these products. So they did not just white label, buy some other formula and put their label on it so they could sell it. That's how things are cheap. They've literally created all their own formulas. So it's amazing. Anyways, side note. Thank you guys for joining us today. Um, it's really our pleasure. I can, I think, speak for both of us when I say we really enjoy hanging out with y'all. Yes. And uh, yeah, we hope that we're going to get to hang out with you live in person in two months. 
We do have the ENS Live 2022 coming up in Hollywood, Florida, and you can either join us in person. Tickets are limited for that. We're 70% full already. Um, so, you know, if you know that you want to come in person, make it a point to, um, you know, commit sooner rather than later before tickets run out. Otherwise, uh, there's also the virtual option where you can hang out with us for an entire day and literally do all of the activities that we have planned from your living room office or wherever you will be watching it. Um, it is taking place all day on November 12th, 2022. And yeah, we, we're probably also going to be having special guests, which I think you're going to be really excited. Wink, wink. To me. Um, Maybe. But yeah, we've had a we conversation with them nor deny. yesterday and they're very excited. We can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah, they're very excited. So, um, yeah, we hope to see you guys there. If you if you know that you're joining us and you're already in, let me see you drop a Y for yes. If you happen to be on the fence, you're like, I think I'm going, got to figure out a couple of stuff, drop an O for on the fence. If you're like, not this time, we respect it. We drop an end. We want to see who's already in, who's committed, who Brooke are we going to get to hug in person. Brooke De La Sala is in. Danielle is doing it virtual. Ashley's in. Audrey's in. Elizabeth in, in, in. Kelly on the fence. Yes, I know you're taking care of business, girl. You do that. Elizabeth in, Amy in, Tasha on the fence. Tasha, just imagine the embrace right here. Yeah, and by the way, if you happen to have any specific questions because you need more information with regards to anything ENS Live, just go ahead and email support at erinandsarit.com. We cool. want to give you guys such an incredible experience. Like, imagine all of this in person and forget about us but it's like the coaches all of these and people you in the guys chat. you guys together with one another Take eating clean food working out together laughing together probably together probably crying, crying together <laughs> yeah um so we really look forward to seeing you guys there we hope that you have a beautiful weekend and if you enjoyed this if you got value out of this whatever platform you're listening to or watching it on please share it with somebody that you know that it will help this is how we help each other help each other okay it's yes. a ripple effect so that's all we ask of you um we do enjoy spending our time with you um but if there's anything that we can ask that you do is that you share pay it forward and help somebody else get benefit as well so thank you for being part of this and we'll see you guys next time. Take care. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Sarit. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsarit.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit.